Welcome to the Real Estate Ventures Podcast. In this podcast, we will be speaking with various real estate and business professionals about real estate investing, entrepreneurship, and financial freedom. So, if you're interested in learning about real estate investing, then stay tuned and be sure to take advantage of the free tips and strategies that will be shared by our weekly guests. And now, your host, Penny Lubinsky. Hello and welcome to the Real Estate Ventures Podcast. I'm your host, Penny Lubinsky. Today, we have an awesome guest, Wendy Weiss. Wendy Weiss is known as the queen of cold calling. She is an author, speaker, sales trainer, and sales coach, and is recognized as one of the leading authorities on lead generation, cold calling, and business development. Her clients typically 3X the number of appointments they can schedule. Some of her clients include Colliers, CBRE, Newmark, Cushman and Wakefield, amongst many others. Wendy has been featured in the New York Times, Business Times, Entrepreneur Magazine, Forbes, and many more. She is also the author of Cold Calling for Women, Opening Doors and Closing Sales, and the Sales Winners Handbook. Wendy, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for inviting me to be here. Absolutely, my pleasure. So this is a real estate podcast and it's geared towards people that are getting started in real estate, want to get that initial education and want to learn some of the first steps that they need to take to get started in the industry. And I just felt like because real estate is so heavily focused on cold calling and it's such a massive way of people reaching the sellers and their clients. Um, I felt like because this is something that you, you specialize in, um, this would be really helpful for the listeners and you can probably share lots of gold nuggets um, on the topic. Absolutely. And actually I have been working with folks in commercial real estate for over 20 years and um, about 50 or 60% of our business is with people in commercial real estate. So I'm really happy to be here and, share some, some nuggets of information to help people get started. Absolutely. Um, so why don't we start with um, what got you started in cold calling? I mean, sales is more of a broader topic and the, you know, the funnel, the, the sales funnel, but um, cold calling, I feel like is a little bit more specific. I'm curious as to like, what got you into that? Sure. Um, well, I'll begin by saying uh, that I was never supposed to be a sales trainer. I was actually supposed to be a ballerina. And I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I uh, started dancing as a small child and I moved to uh, New York City, uh, where I still live and work. I moved here as a teenager to dance. I studied at the Joffrey Ballet School. Um, I uh, then went on to dance with Pittsburgh Ballet Theater and the Cincinnati Ballet. But in between that, as many artists know, um, I needed a day job. And I waited on tables for a while. That got tiresome. And uh, then I got a job with a telemarketing agency that did business development. And it turned out I was really good at it, which was a complete surprise because ballet dancers, we don't talk. We dance, we don't talk. So I did that day job for a while. And uh, then eventually I started my own business where I had uh, clients that I represented and I did business development for them. 
It was actually one of those first clients that dubbed me the queen of cold calling because I found so many opportunities for him. And then from there, I segued into the business that I have today, which is uh, working with uh, new salespeople, new brokers, people that are trying to build a business, build a book of business. And what we do is we help them fill that front end of the funnel with qualified opportunities. Amazing. That's that's super cool. Um, so it's interesting how you started out as a ballerina and you probably thought that, you know, this is what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Um, I mean, was it like um, disappointing for you to have to shift away from that or, you know, did that sort of like work out? I mean, obviously it worked out okay, but I'm curious if like the, the fact that you didn't end up being a, a full-time, you know, lifelong ballerina, was that disappointing for you? Well, the, no, the short answer is no. The uh, dancer's career is very short. And um, when I started doing business development, I thought it was really fun. And so it was initially, it was something that I did in between my dance gigs. And then over time it grew, in, it grew into something else. Um, but I, I certainly uh, never regret that I danced and that I'm doing this now. Got it, okay. Um, a question I have is that, you know, um, 10 years ago, um, you know, I feel like there was, it was mainly cold calling. I'm not sure if LinkedIn um, or email marketing was as prevalent back then, or maybe, you know, even more, maybe 15, 20 years ago. Do you find that cold calling is less prevalent or is it still as strong as it say, you know, was like 10 or 20 years ago? Well, I will certainly say cold calling is less prevalent, but that's actually good news because if you, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, if you picked up the phone and you called a prospect, they would often say to you, do you know how many brokers called me today? Well, you're not going to hear that um, because very few people are actually using the phone. And let me give you, give you some numbers. Um, there was a study done at the University of Chicago Booth School of Business uh, where they studied written communication against spoken communication. So written communication uh, could be an email, it could be a text, it could be a letter. Um, and then spoken communication um, was uh, when you're face to face with somebody, maybe it's a Zoom call, uh, maybe uh, it's a voicemail. And actually what they discovered was that when people hear you talk, even if it's on a voicemail, they are more likely to take action on whatever it is you're talking about. And so the telephone is very, very powerful and not enough people are using it because it makes that human being the human being connection that is completely missing in social media, no, much, no matter how much you try to build rapport in social media, it's just not the same thing as having a conversation with another human being. Right, you know, that's interesting. And in our nine to five, like we, we, I, I, we sell uh, building supplies um, in my nine to five for um, family company. And um, we've actually tried over the years, we've tried a lot of different uh, kinds of 
methods of reaching our clients on a account manager side as well. Like how are we staying in touch? How are we reaching them? And um, we felt also like, you know, that, you know, hearing your voice or seeing you in person, you know, those are some of the better ways. And email is, I guess, like, like you're saying, I guess like it can work, but it's not the most effective way because they're not building, you're not building that rapport, that close rapport with them where they're actually connecting with your voice or your face, you know? Um, so I definitely can uh, relate to that. Um, um, question for you. Would you say that it is a numbers game? Uh, thank you for asking that question. And yes, it is a numbers game, but it, it is not a numbers game the way most people think about it. Because most people, when they say cold calling is a numbers game, what, what they mean is dial the phone 100 times a day. And if you're not getting traction, dial the phone 200 times a day. And if that doesn't work, dial the phone 300 times a day. And that is just not sustainable. The real numbers game. Oh, the other part of the numbers game is that they say is go through the nose and the hangups until somebody says yes to you, which really right. who in their right mind wants to do that. So that is not the numbers game that we play. The numbers game that we play is about conversion. It is about converting your dials every time you dial the phone converting that dial into a conversation with the decision maker, with the person you want to talk to, and then converting that conversation into a qualified appointment. So the real numbers game is about conversion. So coming in with that mindset of just keep calling as much as possible and eventually something will stick, um, you're not a fan of that. You're, you're more no. a fan of coming in with an absolute approach, with a game plan, being prepared for the rejections or whatever, however the conversation may turn, and then you're counting the numbers. You're not just counting, you know, wild cold calls. Yeah, you know, Penny, one of, one of the really dumb things that people say about this topic or about sales in general, um, they, they say, well, so-and-so is a born salesperson. And there's this idea out there that somehow there are these people that are just born knowing what to do and knowing what to say. And that's a myth. I wasn't a born salesperson. I was really lucky when I got that day job all those years ago, they taught me this skill. Learning this skill enabled me to build a business. Um, Anna Pavlova, who's a great Russian ballerina in the late 19th, uh, early 20th century. Uh, she danced with the Russian Imperial Ballet and Ballet Diaghilev, and she was the first ballerina to tour the world with her own dance company. She very famously said, no one arrives from talent alone. Work transforms talent into genius. I and I think, I think that is true. You may be a very talented uh, salesperson. You might be a very talented athlete. That doesn't mean you're going to the Olympics. So salespeople, new brokers need to learn their craft. And part of the craft is learning to talk to prospects. Got it. Now, you know, so many people are afraid or hesitate to make cold calls or they try to push it off as much as possible. That would be me, honestly. I'd be like, if I push it off like another like few minutes, I have time to for like prepare and like, you know, 
deal with the possible rejection that I'm going to be, you know, receiving in a couple minutes. Um, I think rejection, the fear of rejection on the phone is really what holds back a lot of people and what scares a lot of people. Um, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about like, what would the right mindset be for that? Because like, obviously there's going to be rejection and as skilled as you are, um, I don't think anyone has a hundred percent success rate. So how does one go in knowing that like, Hey, there's going to be somebody that's going to reject me. There's going to be somebody that's not going to be interested in this product. And still, I got to continue to push forward and, and, you know, plow through the coals. I'm curious what, what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, you know, Penny, my first thought is I think we need to lose the word rejection. Um, the idea, you know, and, and this process of cold calling has been very demonized. And, you know, people... Uh, people say, oh, everybody hates cold calling, but then there's like a small subset of people that love it. And I think that's kind of a silly conversation because the opposite of hating it is not that you now love it. The opposite of hating it is that we remove all the emotions so you just feel neutral. Because when you reach out to a prospect, if you have done your homework, and you have something compelling to say, most people will talk to you. And you know, some prospects are not, they're not a good fit for you. They're not in the right place uh, in whatever their process is. Um, they might be working with someone, which you know, is not a rejection, that's actually a qualification. Um, they understand the value of working with a broker. Uh, so, you know, you call somebody up. You get them on the phone, you say something, they say something. That's pretty much what happens. But then there are the stories that you tell yourself about what's going on. And those stories most of the time don't help you. So the question I would ask our, our, our listeners today to ask themselves, do you believe in the value of what you're doing? Do you believe that you offer real value to clients? If the answer is no, go find something else to do. But if the answer is yes, I would even argue that you're doing prospects a disservice by not introducing yourself. How are they gonna know that you can help them if you don't introduce yourself? So it's a really a very different way of thinking about it. And I know Penny, you did our program a couple of years ago and that we, we spent some time talking about that. Yeah, and it's interesting. I think this single concept, and I will say that the, the course has tremendously helped um, me and my company. Um, we have, I think you say 3X, I think we did more than 3X in our company. So it, it worked um, better than advertised. It's worked tremendously. And I think the one biggest plus that really, really helped us was that mindset shift that you just mentioned right now. It's that if you believe in your product, and if you believe in what you're selling and you're really here to help, you're here to give them a solution, you're here to help make their job easier, you've done your homework, you know who your ideal client is, you're just going into the conversation prepared, um, you're really, it's true, like you're going in with an entirely different mindset and you're not going in feeling defeated or like you're fighting some uphill battle. So I would, yeah, definitely like from, from past experience with your course, like that single, um, that single uh, thing has really, really helped out a lot. 
So thank you, Penny. You just made my day. Absolutely. So that's why I do what I do. Right. Um, All right. Question. What are uh, you've been in this for a while? What are some of the biggest mistakes that business owners make with their sales team? Like, what are they missing? What are they not getting? What are they not understanding? Well, one of the biggest mistakes that I see over and over again is companies that hire a new salesperson, uh, real estate companies that hire a new broker. They teach them every last thing that they need to know about real estate and never teach them how to get clients. And uh, they, they say, you know, it's that myth of the born salesperson, believing the myth of the born salesperson. This is not an intuitive skill. And so the attrition rate in the industry of newly hired brokers is very high. In the first three years, I've seen studies 70, 80% leave in the first three years. Um, Some of my clients tell me it's even higher than that. And that is an expensive proposition to keep someone around for a year, two years, three years, paying their, their desk costs and everything else. And then they're not producing. This is a skill. It is not intuitive. Teach teach new hires to set appointments, even if they're setting appointments for uh, someone that's senior that knows what they're doing, and they can learn that way. But they can become, we teach people to do this in a matter of two or three months. People are very efficiently and effectively setting appointments, and and it can be done And it's worth every penny that you might spend, whether it's with me or someone else, because keeping a new hire around for several years, not producing is far more expensive. And so that's one of the biggest mistakes that I see. This is not, there's no such thing as a born salesperson. Absolutely. And I I can attest to that and say like, um, for, for the cost of the course, um, we have picked up many new clients and just for one client, you know, making one new order covers the cost of the course. So you have to think, like, I think people need to think like, like the cost, like it's completely worth it. Assuming you're going to pick up just one more good meeting or one more sale from it, it covers the whole thing. So moving on to the final four, what is your why? This is something that a lot of people think is very uh, difficult. And so it's something that I can do to help. And this is, it's really a transformational skill because once you get it, you can talk to any prospect, anytime, anywhere and get the appointment. And what that means is that you can be successful in your chosen career. And, um, The hard part is not doing the deal. The hard part is getting in front of a good prospect so you can do the deal. And that's why I do what I do. Right. And, you know, I would, I would imagine that, you know, in any industry that's worthwhile, like there's somebody out there that is very, very interested in your product. Right. So otherwise you wouldn't be doing what you're, what you do. Right. So it's just about getting in front of the right people. So many times people could be like, you know, just fishing around and not finding the right ideal clients. 
And because of that, they can think that their business model is flawed and it's not working for whatever reason. But really the main reason is what you just mentioned is that they're just not getting in front or they're not getting the conversations with the right decision makers that actually are interested in their products. So I love that. I love what you just said. And I'm actually, that's a segue into my next question. Usually I ask, um, you know, what would be your biggest or, or best advice for somebody just getting started in real estate? Um, but I'm going to ask you something a little bit, a little bit different. Um, what advice would you give somebody getting started in real estate to build out their pipeline? Well, the best advice I can give someone that's just starting out is to learn your craft. And I'm talking about the craft of prospecting and appointment setting. Because if you are with a, a real estate firm, they're going to teach you everything you need to know about real estate. But if you want to implement, be able to implement everything that you're learning about real estate, you need to get in front of the right people. Because as Penny was just saying, uh, the right message to the right market gets appointments. And this is a skill. So learn your craft. It's not brain surgery. It won't take you the rest of your life to learn it. We, again, we do this people become very efficient and effective in two or three months. Um, learn your craft because that's gonna enable you to, to build your pipeline of opportunities and become a rainmaker. Okay, that's the name of the game. Um, yeah. What is your favorite book? What is my favorite book? Um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna have to say there, there is a book, it was, it's quite an old book. I think it came out in the 90s. And the title is kind of an odd title. It's, it's Hypnotic Selling, and it's by Donald Moyne. And I really like this book because it's, it's all about not what to say, but how to say what it is you're saying. And um, when you're on the phone, all you've got are your words and how you say those words. And something like 95% of communication is actually nonverbal. So what that means is when you're on the phone, the most important thing is how you say what you say. And so that's, it's a, it's a great book. Um, and that's, it's one of my favorites. Okay. Well, definitely check it out. Um, what is your favorite hobby? Well, I still dance. I, I still dance. I take a, well, I've been taking a virtual ballet class. Um, I actually, uh, since I live in a small apartment in New York City, I moved all the furniture out of my living room and built a dance floor so I could take a virtual ballet class. But now the studios are open again and I'm going into the studio. So that makes me very happy. That is super cool. Um, where can people reach you? Well, um, we did give you uh, a gift for all of our listeners which is uh, the business owner's guide to scheduling more qualified appointments when their prospects are all freaking out. So I believe you will post that with the, with the show notes. Is, is that correct, Penny? Yes. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Um, you can also visit us at coldcallingresults.com. And you could call us 866-220-4200. That's our phone number. I'm a phone person. We will return your phone call. 
All right, super cool. Well, I think one thing that, you know, the biggest like takeaway that I would get from this conversation is that cold calling is more of a skill, um, a learned skill than people, you know, think it to be. Um, you know, people, it's not a numbers game. It's not just the necessary evil. Um, it's something that there's a right way and there's a wrong way to do it. And if you learn the right way, it will increase the amount of meetings that you get. Um, it will help your funnel, your sales funnel, and it will eventually get you more closed deals and closed sales. So, you know, that's definitely like my biggest takeaway. Um, you've shared, you know, a lot of value and really, you know, helped uh, share and clarify a lot about like this industry that I feel like was pretty vague for, you know, a lot of people. So definitely appreciate that. And um, thanks for joining. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Alrighty, have a great day. Take care.